For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Wonderful. A lot of feedback in the chat room. Ed Smith in the house tonight. Uh, former NFL and MLB player. Really helped us get an understanding. I think what was great about that, guys, uh, the, about the discussion, guys, was beyond just the Arizona Cardinals. We got a little feel, too, about kind of the temperament and the temperature from going college to pro, from baseball to uh, NFL. Really interesting stuff there. You guys are listening to the C3 Panthers podcast, brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles.com. Every Tuesday night, we chop up the latest Panthers news and opinions. Go ahead and smash up the thumbs up button. button. There's 48 people. It's time to shame y'all mugs. It's the shaming. <laughs> there are 49 people watching and only 30 thumbs up. There's zero thumbs down. So thumbs up or thumbs down. I don't care which one it is. Hook us up. The number is 252-228-5098. Guys, is there really anything else at this point to talk about other than Cam Newton? Right? Is no. I really I hate, and, and I'm sure the cat calls are gonna gonna cover a lot of Cam Newton talk. Is this any different than any week of our whole history of this podcast? Cam Newton is the story every week, even when he's not the story. He is the story. Here, let's go on to the cat calls and see where you guys are at. And tell me if we heard this one already. Nope. I just wanted to call in before the show and get my call in. Uh, I know there's a lot of... (laughs) Anxiety over um, what's going to go on with our team being 0-2 with uh, Cam looking like he's not going to play on Sunday. Um, and I know some people are probably thinking, oh, we should probably get Kaepernick, which, I, I mean, I don't uh, know. I feel like if any team is going to do it, probably the Panthers considering Tepper went out and got Eric Reed last year. But um, I want to say to be optimistic I know everybody's probably not very optimistic on these calls. But to be optimistic, we played two games where we really should have won. And Could've, it just yeah. comes down to a couple yeah. of plays that weren't executed well that uh, ended up doing it. We have a good team. We just need to fix the mistakes and be more consistent. And I know that's been the, the calling card for the, maybe the last few years. But... um we also are in a good position um, due to the Saints losing. And I don't like to wish any kind of ill will towards any quarterbacks, but Drew Brees going down, uh, it might help us a little bit. So um, I hope he recovers well. But if those six weeks, if he can extend that six weeks out for a little bit, that'd be nice. Um, the Falcons, they should have lost. That game was crazy. Uh, yeah. The Eagles almost pulled their We are really just one game back uh, from the Saints and the Falcons. Yeah. Um, and the Bucks. Well, yeah, and the Bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forget that they're in our division sometimes, even though we just lost them. <laughs> they just right. be right. Yeah, except for when they're business. Keep at it. 
two pounder. Great call from Jedi Drawer. And and listen, I mean, I think that's a good transition into what we need to be talking about. And I'm gonna ask everyone in the chat room and my two co-hosts here: Do any of you have any faith that either one of the backups coming in, either Kyle Allen or Will Greer, are going to be able to not even finish out the season or playoffs? None of that. Let's say Cam Newton is out four games in a row. Are you confident that either one of those quarterbacks at least bring us even one W? It's a legitimate question. Answer it however you feel necessary. I think they definitely can. Uh, I don't see any reason why they couldn't. But, I mean, you know, you got to think about it like this. I'm sure that when that Tom Brady came in, they felt the same way. They didn't think he was going to you know, do what he did. Uh, same way with Nick Foles. Lots of different backup quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, but Kyle and look like trash forever. No, I, I, I give you that. But my thing is, here, here's my kind of counter to that, is what if they do come in? What if Kyle Allen comes in and throws for 400 yards and four touchdowns and wins the game? Then, then what are we going to do? Yeah, then. Uh, then not going to happen. It don't matter. It's not going to happen. Oh, yeah, I know. A lot of people in the chat, and Nova Black told me this earlier, that he said, yes, that we can get some Ws with some of these yeah. backups. What this is, what this is, you brought up. I think up we have to get them in a different way, guys. But you brought up an interesting scenario, and again, we're talking about fairy tales at this point. Yeah, we don't know yeah. what's going to happen. But if Will Greer or Kyle Allen comes in and starts to ball out, and we start to win football games, then from an organizational standpoint, would you even want Cam Newton to come back in that scenario? All right, so here, here's the problem. Here's the problem with this comparison, right, is that if the question is can Kyle Allen or any anybody come and win us some games, then the answer is yes, right? It's because you can get uh, Fitz, uh, not Fitzpatrick, anybody, uh, Case Keenum, right? They're Band-Aids on a short term, right? And so what I mean by that is that, look, is uh, here's the problem. You guys asked it. We said this earlier in the sh- in the show, and I do think there is some merit to this when it comes to North Turner and this coaching staff. How can you win when your quarterback can't complete a five-year pass? You know, when he can't, and that has really been the problem with Cam at this point that we have been so frustrated with. And for for last year, it was we didn't see big plays, but we saw competent plays. What we have seen right now has been incompetent. So you can't even just call a straight like, "Hey, the guy's wide open." Like, how can North Turner really call a game? I think here is the deal that can't that Kyle Allen. See, I can't even remember his freaking name. That's and that's the point. Is that when you coach Cam, you're coaching for this opportunity to run to the end. You're coaching a horse, if we're thinking of like a thoroughbred, that can win the race, right? He can actually win the Kentucky Derby. If you're coaching Kyle Allen, you can come in six. You might place, you know, you might place every now and then. And so what I mean by that is I actually think in the short term, yes, is that here if if this thing with cam is temporary if we can get by if cam comes in and we and that is not what i have heard guys i have not had that feeling you have a feeling like this as long as the saints can hold pat until drew's drew breeze gets back they're okay as long as they don't lose it 
I don't know if I feel like is that I do believe Kyle Allen or anybody any schmuck can come in. You got Christian McCaffrey. You got a defense that's been playing great. It's going to help the defense by having a quarterback that can complete a couple of passes and do some things. But I don't think you have the upside. It's like a you have a lower floor, but you have I don't know how to say it. And I just believe that we that yeah you might be able to win one or two games but does that matter in the end if you can't really make a run is it really matter if we bring in a guy and we go eight and nine and back into the playoffs and get smashed does it really this is kind of the point that i'm getting at if we're at this point then okay cam is not a fast starter so we need some time to turn it on so if he misses next week and then the next week after that, and then let's say we go one and one in that time period, so that means we're one and three, then he has to come back. I mean, three losses, we're already talking about, you know, we're sitting on the outside of the division. And then if you have a quarterback that is at least completing passes, moving the ball, getting into a rhythm with the offense, with the receivers, all of these it helps. time, all of these things take time. So if you're going to put the backups in those positions to start to build a rhythm and then just rip them away when Cam Newton is starting to come back, you're setting your offense back two steps every time you take a step forward. I get that, yeah. So, you know, that, that that's why I'm just – I'm at the mindset right now that it's like if Cam Newton isn't healthy and ready to go right now, what comes next isn't any better. Well, so, is that the question is, is he not healthy now and he can be healthy? Right? Because right. that yeah, we can work with. Make him healthy. We can work with that. But the real fear is this, is that you can't weather any storm. Right. And, and, and if that is the question, and I think that has come down to the tone of what I have heard so far from the organization, guys, is I feel like this, is if the organization felt really good about Cam Newton, his mental health, his spiritual health, his physical health, they're like this. Look, the foot is a f- unforeseen setback, and it's bullshit. It sucks. But we're going to sh- we're gonna do what we got to do to get him right, and then... We're going to get back in this. We had a tough start. It's going to suck for a little. It's going to get worse before it gets better. But I don't have that feeling from this. Or not. I don't, it's not a feeling for me. I haven't heard any words that just say this. Look, Cam Newton is fucked up right now, and he's going to get better. It has been like. Yeah, I'd like to hear that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with he has a sprained ankle four to six weeks. Yeah, give us a timetable. At least we have something to look forward to. I agree. The not knowing is what's killing. Um, yeah, 100% I agree with you on that. Legacy has a uh, So hard. It's the hardest Tony, question ever. Tony, are we really going to do what's right with Cam Newton? And it what's goes that? I don't the know what that is. That in, the, the people that are in charge, I don't trust. I don't trust Ron Rivera to, to make the, the – and listen, I, I do want to – Mention something. I think some of this is Cam's personality, guys. I think Cam, we are giving a complete pass to Cam. There's something wrong with him spiritually at this moment. 
I mean, and see, it go, again, we go back to the Andrew Luck thing. I want Cam Newton to do what's best for him. So if Cam doesn't love this anymore, if he wants to go and do some other shit, if football has taken a toll on the man's body, I'm not going to do what those Colts fans did to Andrew Luck and turn on him and boo him and burn jerseys and all this. Oh, no, no, no. Cam made us who we are. But if he does it two weeks before the season, I might. Right, well, my point is, if, if you're... If Cam doesn't want to do this, then yeah, he needs to 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 say that to someone who matters, to Rivera or Tepper or or or, or whatever. If he's not g- healthy, let him have the time to heal up. Let him come back, and then it's time to hit the ground rolling. But Here if, is okay. If not, if not then I, I promise you, whether you want to hear it or not, at the end of next season. We're looking for another franchise quarterback. Here is Ron Rivera on the injury. Just listen to this, guys. Most part, all, right. all week. You know if he was around here or Atlanta or some combination. Well, he was getting his treatment this week. Did he have to undergo X-ray, MRI? I, I don't know all that detail. How do you not know that? Concerned. Shut up. As far as time out, uh, do you know how long? I have no idea. I have no idea. What he's going to do is he's going to get his treatment, and we'll see how he feels, and we'll adjust it as we go around. We go and that pisses me yeah, off, man. That sounds lazy. This sounds like Cam. No, this – hold on. Here it goes. with him, and um, you know, like he's going to do everything he can to get back out as soon as he can. If Cam is able to go, do you anticipate Kyle? Joe Person asked him, have you seen – was Cam in Atlanta? Was he in L.A.? They're highlighting the hat maker in L.A. What I, what I feel like is, it, and, and I'm going to give Ron a little leash on this because, yes, is Ron trying to keep his job? Sure he is. But he's also, you know how he keeps his job? By winning fucking games. So it's like, let's not act like he's trying to do something like shysty here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's trying to win. But here is, they asked Cam, the first question was, was Cam in places that were basically unrelated to football? And the second thing is, is Cam's walking out of there with no boot. We are, oh, it came to light afterwards. Okay, so maybe you knew the foot was still bothering him. But, guys, we watched the damn game. Yes, he looked hobbled in some ways, but it didn't look like he couldn't walk. There's something strange going on in the neighborhood. And who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. I don't know. But that that comment from Ron Rivera right there, to me, doesn't seem like just a coach who has been up, who's frustrated that things aren't working out. It almost seems like a coach that is frustrated by, like, he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Not because and he's entirely inept, but because it is cryptic. Yeah. Hey, go ahead, Greg. I was gonna say what you were saying earlier, uh, Cody, about the cam and you want to do the best the best thing for him and how, you know, if he doesn't want to do this anymore, that's fine. But all I gotta say about that is, man, there was a point in time where Superman didn't want to do what he was doing and he stepped down and then he realized that the world needed him and he came back. Found himself <laughs> and came back. I'm hoping that my Superman does that. Like Greg, tell him where they can learn about the next level of this thought at By the way, I want I wanna pinpoint something. <laughs> I want to pinpoint some uh, uh, comment in our chat room, and I feel like we kind of laughed this off, 
But I feel that maybe there might be something to this. Jake DeLome says it's Cam's sword diet. It decreases testosterone. I saw that. Did Jake DeLome really say that? The real Jake DeLome? No. Oh, okay. Unless that is Jake DeLome. I I, I believe this. I, I am with him. 100 percent guys we haven't talked about that enough i mean eat a fucking raw steak he has turned into a cuckold a lot of shit for being the salad boy yeah and now cam newton is a salad boy he's totally vegan too right yeah yeah vegan night he needs a cheeseburger and some pussy sorry ladies i'm sorry but when he was good with kia so say some relations how about that well he hasn't hit him he has a he has a baby on the way. So I I continue to say this is Tiger Woods fell off when he didn't have prostitutes. Yeah. I mean it's really true. It's like at some point but here, listen to this. Tell me there's not saltiness in this comment from Rivera. The short term and, and getting the best quarterback on the field and putting Cam on the field versus ensuring that he's healthy long term and preserving him for the next weeks, years? Well, I think at the end of the day, um, you know, nobody will know better than him. So my job really will be to, to, to handle the players that are playing, uh, handle the quarterback situation uh, as it goes. And until we know that, you know, Kyle Allen, if, if he's going to end up playing as our starter, he'll be our starter. Surely there's a form of frustration, you know, getting this kind of news, but do you even have time to get frustrated or is it just roll your eyes and move on? A little bit of both and um, obviously be frustrated with the questions I get about it, but um, it's uh, it is what it is. You know? Frustrated and, uh, by the know. questions. You know, okay, yeah, this is my thing. You know, the truth of the matter. Shut is, the guys, fuck up, Ron. All right, but think about this. He said, "I can only coach the people on the field, Cody." That's what he said. Thing that people There's something know about is is Cam Newton. The only thing any of us care about right now is the health of Cam Newton. How right. much they knew about the injury. How much they didn't know about the injury. What's going on? with our only chance in hell at being a good football team. And then you have the audacity to get pissed off at the people doing their job, asking the questions that people want to know. Like, listen, man, I know that you're not a fan of this part of your job, but just like everyone came down on Cam Newton after the Super Bowl when he missed out on the press conference, Ron Rivera deserves to get all the shit in the world for throwing temper tantrums when people ask him legitimate fucking questions. True that. Questions that people want to know. Shut up, have a coke and a smile, and answer the damn question, and have a shred of honesty in your answer. Yeah, but people could say that about Cam, too. Sure, and and you yeah. know what? It's true like, for Well, they do say it about Cam. But seriously, doesn't that sound like a guy? He said, I can only catch the coach the guys who are available what I hear from that is his cam is unavailable and I don't think that is just physically I I think think he's that's that's kind of a a fourth wall statement right there where he's kind of saying something behind what he's saying you know yeah is that you're trying to tell me cam is unavailable yeah he's not playing so what you can't coach him you don't expect he's going to come back like you don't have a fucking relationship with him, you don't have anything, and you have no idea is he get is he bad? Is he worse? Is he this? 
and Cam has been missing in action essentially for five days. That's what I interpret it as. Now, there have been no reports that he's been missing in action. But here, you put a couple of these pieces together. Joe Person says, where has he been been at? Has he been in Atlanta and L.A. or whatever he said? There is a certain kind of distance that is associated with that. And I think I want to give Ron um, a little, not pass on this, but if he's working with a guy that is problematic... And and look, I'm a cam I'm a cam dude. So for me even saying that is ridiculous. I don't believe it. We saw the all or nothing, but there's something behind the scenes we don't understand. Let's go to the next call. You're listening to the C3 Panthers podcast. The number is 252-228-5098. See what you guys got to say. What up C3? It's Killer Cam from Nashville again. Uh, I forgot one, one thing I wanted to talk to y'all about. Um, you know, Cam's passion, his energy, his, you know, for the game, it just it seems like it's lacking right now. He's not yep. smiling. Well, he's not signaling off first down. He don't look like he's having any fun. Somebody stole man, that man's lunch. He he, he, yep. he just doesn't know what's going on. He, he uh, you know, I've just never seen this version of Cam Newton before. He, he doesn't look like he's having fun. He he doesn't seem to be enjoying himself. He's not. He, he just, he don't look like the same football player I'm accustomed to, and uh, I don't know if that injury, if he lost his his mojo, I don't I don't know what it is, but he said he needs to do some soul searching in the mirror, and by God, I hope he does it. That's all. That's all. Only other point I wanted to bring up. Again, appreciate everything y'all do. I'll be tuning in. Uh, y'all see me in the chat. Love you guys. Peace out. Appreciate you, Sam. Great, ca- oh, great call there. Huh? Yeah, great call. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying earlier. He looks like he's lost the passion. Hey, real quick, before we go on to the next call, uh, I, I want to point this out because I have a feeling we're going to get a few calls that mention this whole Kaepernick thing. Okay, I'm not against Kaepernick because of anything that he did with social in- injustice or the way he stood for anything. That That's his deal. I'm against Kaepernick because the last time we saw him, he was garbage. Okay, And the last time we saw him, he was garbage was 2016 or 17. Well, guess what quarterbacks retired then? Michael Vick, Tony Romo, and Jay Cutler. Would you be arguing for one of those guys to come back and play right now in place of Cam? Because they played just as well as he did last time Kaepernick was in the league. That's my thing. Is not a matter of him as a person. It's a matter of he was garbage last time he played, and he hasn't played in almost three years. Thoughts, Cody? So you really want to put your, like, like fight for him to come back and play for us. Just saying. I, I mean, I think the only, the only argument against that is that he's younger than a Vic and a Cutler. Yeah, um, like way uh, younger. The, the song remains the same. Uh, you know, if it's Kaepernick uh, having to learn a brand new North Turner offense um, over guys that are on the team that are struggling, it's like, you know, a rock and a hard place. Take your pick. You know, even if Kaepernick has more talent, um, does he equal more victories at this point than someone else on the market or the guys that we have on the team. And Here's I my... That I got the answer when it comes to Kaepernick. I want to hear it. Is that if this would have happened in week eight and we were six and two, then hell yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, at that point, we we feel like we got one of the most talented rosters we've had. Guys, we had a crazy amount of optimism going in. A secret op. We tried to hold it back, but I know I had it underneath. And I said, man, this defense has – when you saw Brian Burns balling, you know, you're like, yeah. all of a sudden he could be awesome. Shaq is looking good. You know, you got all this stuff on the defense. You're like, holy shit. There's real pieces here. It's all about Cam Newton's health. If Cam would have come out here and played six games and been just fucking do- like doing it, doing his thing, not even dominating, but us winning, then I say like here is like, yeah, it's time to bet on today. Yeah. It's time to bet yeah. on today. But right now at 0-2, here's my thing with Kaepernick and the reason I'm not saying I'm against it. I actually don't give a shit like – bring him in because he's going to be way better than Kyle Allen. I promise you that. Uh, maybe. He had played yeah. for a year. He well, don't know. Well, he might not be ready better from day one, but I man, Kyle Allen is not good. But my, my, my point is, is this, is I feel like without, at this point right now, it's going to be lost. You know what I'm saying? Even if he brought him in and he was better than they said, it's still lost. Like he's not, and if this was week 10, and we had an opportunity, and Cam's coming back. What if it was week six, and we said, hey, Cam's going to be out for four weeks? I don't know. Is I Just right now, I think if Cam goes down, and this is a serious thing that like we're worried about his mental health, his physical health, whatever it is, and we're not looking for him to come back, we're screwed. Just so that. It doesn't matter. This is my final thing I want to say before I move on to the next cat call. Will Greer was a wasted pick. Because if well, we've been saying that. Out, if the man cannot beat out Kyle Allen, then what would have been the problem going with Kyle Allen and Taylor Heineke as the two quarterbacks on the roster? If this True is that. Cam, if this is Cam Newton's last year as a Panther, then let's go out and get a, a first-round talent. Let's get a Justin Herbert, or let's wait for a Trevor Lawrence. But if Will Greer is not the answer this year, then it was a wasted pick. And we could have put uh, better pieces on the football team, but instead we have a perennial backup. All right, next call. What up, C3 fam? It's Killer Cam from Nashville. You know I'm out here stuck in traffic. Oh, man, I couldn't call in after the game last Thursday. I was too too heartbroken, too depressed, too embarrassed to be a Panthers fan. No, not really, but uh, it, it was a tough one. Um you know, from that fourth and one that Cam got right at the beginning, that for whatever reason they couldn't re- or they reviewed it and it wasn't across the line, but it so clearly was. I guess because of the the weather, they only had two cameras or some shit like that. I don't know. Officiating was suspect. Cam's play was worse. Nor Turner's play calling was even worse than Cam's play. I think. I mean, I don't know. That it's easy to say now that nothing worked, but Cam was missing layups. We can't miss layups. But there was a report that came out today that said Cam was hurt. That foot is is not right, and, you know, he's questionable for week three. So I guess if there's any silver lining, I'm glad that he's hurt. I'm glad there's an excuse for that piss-poor performance we saw on Thursday, which was definitely the worst game he's ever had in Carolina. I mean, maybe of his professional career. I I think of his lifetime uh, career. It's very disappointing there, but I'm going to give him one more week. I know it's hard. I'm going to give him one more week. I'm going to give him one more chance. Otherwise, I'm buying a Luke Keekley jersey. I ain't putting that shit back on. I, I, I love Cam to death. I've been 
Damn. a Cam supporter since he got here. I've made t- tons of excuses. He's never had any receivers. Look how many drops they've had. We've got no O-line, this and that. I, I mean, I've made all the excuses, but I, I can't do it anymore. And, and I'm glad that y'all y'all are kind of on the same page. I, I feel all of, all of y'all's thoughts. Y'all, y'all, are, y'all do a great job every week. Appreciate you. Want to see your thoughts on Arizona. Looking forward to tuning in tonight. And, uh, yeah, man, keep pounding. We love you guys. Will, will Cam Newt be on this roster in 2020? 100%. 100%. 100%. Let me tell you this. Let me just give you one figure before you give your full answer. Next year, he's due to make $18 million in salary, $2 million guaranteed. If you, if you cut him next year, you lose $2 million. That's it. So what I'm saying is this, is that the, the answer to this question is, do you believe Cam Newton will be right or wrong? Because if he's wrong, there is no sense in keeping him next year. There is no sense in paying him $23 million, which is not a lot for a quarterback like Cody intimated, but it is a lot for a backup quarterback. And I had a guy at work who has been a Cam hater since forever, but he came into my office today and he said this. He said, Cam Newton will not be on the roster next year. Write it down. And for the first time ever, I said to him, I want to fucking fight you, but I'm not ready to. I mean, seriously, think about that. We don't, we have $2 million in dead money. That's it. If yeah. Cam Newton doesn't get right, is he a Panther next year? Well, there's so many things that go into this, Tony. Uh, like, okay, first of all, I have a hard time with anybody who's saying they've been a Cam supporter and Cam fan, and I have been too the whole time. And then after two games, after two, two games, we've had two games a season, they're saying they're giving him one more chance, and that's it. For me, that's um, that, that that's, that's kind of tough. Like, you telling me after three is the games, one more chance? Totally give up on him? Is the one more chance the just the season? What I'm saying is this: I'm not ready. I was ready to come into this show and tell you guys how everything was going to be right, all right tonight, because I stand with Cam, and I was ready to be all of that. But my question is: if things aren't right with Cam by the end of the season, is he a Panther next year? I I think so, Cody. What do you think? I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. This, so, Greg, I understand what you're saying, right? But people that have followed, you know, my opinions on this show know how I feel about Cam Newton. I, I had, I grew up liking football. I'm gay for I him. You said before, I believe you. But you know what? I, <laughs> used to, I, 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 I gave up on football all together at one point. At one point in my life, and the 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 only reason I'm a Panther fan now, or what reinvigorated my love for football, is Cam Newton. I'm okay. I'm I'm as big a fan as as you can imagine, but I'm a realist, man. This doesn't feel like oh another injury. Oh, it's you know he'll he'll be fine. He'll be back. I wish I felt that way. I wish to God that I felt that way. But it goes back to this. We have a brand new owner, a brand new owner who spent 
two billion dollars on a football team. There are too many talented quarterbacks coming out in the draft in the next two years to stay with Cam Newton if Cam's heart is not in this. If it's not in this, then we need to move on. If Cam Newton still is ready to tear up the NFL, then yeah, let's roll. I don't feel we have the coaches to do it, but I'm on I'm on team Cam Newton. But I'm a realist, and I don't know if it'll be um, unless we have an awesome season and turn it around. I I don't know that he'll be on the team. Okay, there, there's two things I want to say. That one, um, I, I I get totally where you're coming from. But there's no guarantee that if we decided to draft a quarterback next year that he's going to be the the, the, the what fixes the problem. Because I don't think the quarterback position, right. other than him playing bad this so far this season because of injury, has been the problem. you got to protect him. you got to have support around him. He's never right. had that. Okay. 100%. Two, I, I don't think that – I think everybody's judging Will Greer too quickly. Uh, I, I get he didn't have a good preseason, but go he's back – He's also 25, dude. He's old. No, go, go he's already old. First and, and tell me if you think he's going to be an MVP one day. I'm telling you, you can't judge somebody by their first preseason. Now, he may not turn out to be the best player, but I'm, I'm not going to pass judgment on him after the first preseason he had, just that, me personally. Yeah, that's so, yeah. fair. That's 100% fair, too. I think my main point was is that on the depth chart, but again, we're talking about Ron Rivera, so this might lend yeah. to your point. Uh, you yeah. know, the, the fact that he hasn't beaten out Kyle Allen yet, you know, uh, I mean, I think David Tepper and – Herney wanted to draft him for this very scenario. Cam yeah. Newton isn't healthy, and we need someone to be able to come in and play. And as of right now, that's not real rare. That's Kyle Allen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's keep pounding with the calls. There's like a 40 of them. <laughs> Hi, guys. Rich in London a couple of days after the last phone call. Um, so there we go. After nine months, we're two weeks into the season and we're fucked already. Um, <laughs> no Cam Newton at practice. Sounds like he's hurt his foot again. Uh, you're going to be talking about this the whole time. There's clearly something's wrong. Um, and I don't know in what way. I mean, it's all going to be speculation. But not just the foot, but the, the demeanour. And I'm a, yeah, I support Cam like everybody. Um, but, you know. Actually, no, I'm not even going to go into the stats. It's not about that. It's that there's something wrong with Gant mentally. They're not wanting to run for whatever reason, and we don't know. But discuss it. Find out. See what anybody thinks. Ask your, ask your audience. Don't know. But what makes him exceptional? You know, the, the hundreds of yards of rushing every year, the fourth and one and the leaping for the goal line. And to see none of that last week, and now he's not at practice because he's hurt. Um, does he go to IR? Maybe it's such a pity because it looked like he had such a good potential this year. Um, first two games have been fairly horrible, but Twitter world is going, you know, start next year, clean slate. Um, yeah, Ron, I think Ron, uh, I don't know, I might be repeating myself because I can't remember what I said the other night. Ron's one of those guys, he's a good coach, but not a good head coach for a game. So I'd imagine helping people in the background and improving them but yeah it's all falling apart after two games who knows maybe we'll go six and two um, on the Kyle Allen show this is not a, I'm not an F-150 glasses wearing fish holder um, 
But Carl Allen found Samuel deep last year against the Saints. Yeah, they weren't great, but that, that secondary is probably no worse than what we're going to face in the Cardinals. So, uh, if Cam isn't fit, I'm all in on Kyle versus Kyler. And uh, hopefully we're better than them. Oh, God knows. Anyway, looking forward to the pod coming up tomorrow, guys. Uh, you do a great job. And uh, keep pounding, everybody. Cheers. Man. Gosh, these call, calls are tough. Let's keep going. Hey, guys. Josh from Mass. Cool. So a few things have uh, happened since uh, I called the other day. I felt the need to call again and touch upon it. Don't mean to be so greedy with the time, but, you know, things need to be said. Lo and behold, Cam Newton was playing hurt the whole time. Foot's still messed up. Uh, I'm not surprised. I don't think anybody should be surprised. The lack of design run plays that not calling him to run on the, run the ball and force him one and, you know, go try to go up and over the top. Um, you know, I think even a certain degree of uh, the passing inaccuracies um, have a good bit to do with that. However, that's not really the meat and potatoes of my call. The meat and potatoes of my call is the fact that, yet again, we get another Ron Rivera playing dumb at a press conference. It's like, dude, the cat's already out of the bag as of like almost an hour before you went up there. Just spill the beans. What's going on? Thank you. Thank you. Why are we playing these games? What's with the nonsense? Is the sky falling, and, or should we be and okay? The fact, oh, well, I didn't know until after Thursday's game. Bullshit. Oh, Bullshit. And if you don't know how to talk to your players in a way that, that can get them to yield that type of critical information to you, then you don't need to be a head coach. This is the Period. best call of the Full night. Full stop. That's it. Yeah. I'm willing to now die on this hill alongside Cody. Ron Damn. needs to go. Norv needs to go. That's it. Hardy, he can stay another year. He can stay another year. I like the way he drafts. He made some pretty aggressive moves in free agency. Yeah, he's done he's everything right. right. Marty Arnie's done but everything Ron right. And Norv, they got to go. Except for Greer. It's subpar. It's sub average. And right now, we're fixing to look like the laughing lock of, laughing stock of the, the league by week four. That, that just don't fly with me. Twenty five years, and this is what we fans get. I hope Tepper hears some of this tonight because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of it. Keep pounding. All right, Malachi May brings this up. He says this, and uh, we've got it. Cody, you have laid it out as GM. Malachi Mabe says this. Discuss who should be a good fit for us as head coach. Lay it out there. So, listen, and I know Tony wants to hear this, but this is I, – I, I, I put this on Twitter yesterday. I said you go to Lincoln Riley, who produced the last two Heisman Trophy winners. And, 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 and it's looking like – well, okay, but that that gets into a whole other discussion, <laughs> and it's looking like a whole other a third, um, one. A third uh, one, a third one. But, but he, he didn't develop. He didn't develop Hurst though. 
Well, he didn't, he didn't develop, develop. but Jalen Hurts did not look how he looks uh, playing for, for Nick Saban, though. True. I mean, he, he, I'll, I'll say that. He was and the Heisman candidate national, national I wanna, guy. I want to say that. Well, I don't think Hurts was a Heisman contender at Alabama, but because well, he, he, he played defense. He played defense in the SEC. He doesn't play defense in the conference in right now. That, that, that's a given. Like, well, there's no defense in that conference. About Vanderbilt and Arkansas. And was two years I don't, I don't know if the drop offs are that, that, that different. But uh, listen, I'm going to Lincoln Riley and I'm saying to him, you know, turn around Cam Newton's career, put him in an offense that utilizes the man for the talents that he has. And then if it okay. doesn't work out, you have your pick of quarterback, uh, whoever you want to draft for your offense, you have your free reign, and you have a, a, a grace period of a year or two to bring this offense up to where you want it to be. Okay. I, I, I would offer him, uh, and listen, I mean, this is just me with my real GM hat on, uh, a five-year contract, $35 million, $7 million per year, that's two million more than he makes at Oklahoma, and it gives them some, some insurance and one of the the better contracts in the NFL right now. If he wins the Super Bowl, rip up the contract and pay him more money. Double, I, guaranteed yeah, double. I, I want I want a a, a a coach that is able to utilize Cam Newton, and if not, I want to run a modern day offense. I'm not saying don't play this. This would have worked five years ago. Yeah, we, we should have done this a long time ago. There's a reason Matt Ryan was an MVP under Shanahan and never since. Play calling is so important. It's so important. And you have to have a competent mind calling the plays. Sean McVay. Derek Goff is a mediocre quarterback, but you wouldn't know it because of the coordinates. Well, and because he's well, got one of the best running backs got, in the league. And some yeah, he's got Todd Gurley, Robert yeah. Woods, Cooper oh, Cup, right. you know, Brandon Cooks. It's a little more than just that. but Right. Well, that's what you should do. You should put talent around your young quarterback. I would say well, when, you have, says, a, when Lincoln, you have a quarterback on a rookie contract, you can do that. Yeah. On a rookie contract. And Lincoln right. Riley's Lincoln Riley's resume is just as good as Cliff Kingsbury's. Better. It's, it's just, it's yeah, it's exactly. So here, and, and but the the only thing I disagree with Cody's take on this is that right now, I don't know if you, I think two years ago you could have said that to somebody. You say, look, we got Cam Newton. We have fucked him. We haven't put an offensive line in front. We haven't put talent on him. We want you to make him what he was supposed to be. But right now, I think you're, what we have seen, and yes, it's only two games in. Things are going to change around. But you can't go to anybody right now and be like, make Cam, Cam Newton MVP. Uh, I, I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't fly. So I, I like the idea. I'm rooting for Lincoln Riley because, look, he was offensive coordinator for the East Carolina Pirates. That's my alma mater. We were awesome with him. He was fantastic. He made Coach Ruffin McNeil fantastic when he left coach rough dropped off a lot he is amazing he's a savant there are questions will it translate i think there's a real questions for anybody but if anybody was going to translate i think he's just as good as candidate as anybody 
But yeah, is the que- yeah is that that is uh, I think and who brought it up? Who br- asked that question in the chat room? I think it was Malachi McCabe, Mabe, yep. Malachi Mabe. Is that here again? This always comes back to our discussions with quarterbacks. I met with uh, head coaches. It's not only about firing a head coach; it's about hiring one as well. Here's our next call. Okay. Exactly. Who are you going to replace him with? Hey, C3, Kenny B here from Greensboro, and I want to start out yeah. by uh, thanking you guys again for being the best Panthers podcast that I can find out there anywhere. And I thought about calling in Thursday night after the game, but I wanted to take that heartbroken feeling and, and put it in a bottle, bottle basically, and <laughs> kind of stew on it for a few days and, and kind of see how I felt after a few days and I wanted to call in and kind of you know give you guys my thoughts and Cody I 100% standing on that hill with you Ron Rivera North Turner I'm ready for them to hang up the hat and when I say that you know looking at you were talking about Ron Rivera just doesn't seem like he has control he doesn't I just don't see that. And when I think of that, I think of other coaches that I see that do demand that authority. Um, like Tom Coughlin used to do with the Giants, uh, Bill Cower, and Bill Belichick even. And they just demand that level, level of respect and they have that authority and control within their organization. I just don't think that Ron Rivera has that. The other thing uh, that I kind of came to conclusion with Cam Newton was that if you if you take the whole Panther fan base, you know, and you, you ask them, they either love Cam Newton and they defend him or they hate him. And the people that have not liked Cam Newton, they haven't liked him for years. They didn't like him putting his towel on his head. They didn't like him sitting on the sideline, you know, not looking at a, a computer, a uh, iPad when he's not in the game. They, they didn't like him, you know, after his post-game Super Bowl. You know, they don't like the way he dresses. So they've been like that for a very long time. I would say that probably 30 to chat tony do you hear us yeah sorry yeah there's no audio they can't hear us okay yeah because how long for how long i don't know they they just said lost audio yeah Yeah. a bunch of it or see a bunch of it did you guys hear that call we did and it it cut off okay call all right well here we'll listen to the end 
Here's the answer. Probably thirty to fifty percent of Panther fans still defend Cam Newton, love Cam Newton, and believe in him. But after listening to Thursday's calls, I feel like Cam Newton has dug himself into a huge hole, and I don't know how he's going to get out. You know, because uh, all those calls were saying, I love Cam Newton, but I can't support him anymore. Even with this whole thing coming out with the foot is still sore, I, I don't know how much that helps his cause. I just feel like Cam Newton just looks like a shell of his old self. Um See what you guys think. Uh, excited to hear for the next one, guys. Thanks. I've never been worried. This is what it is. I have never, ever been worried about Cam. Like, I always thought this, is that he wasn't a weak spot on our team. Agreed. This is the first time I've ever worried. And, like, I just went, you know what my worry is? It's not about, my worry is that I'm not going to see the Cam I knew again. That's my fear. My fear is that not that Cam can't come. Like, am I going to see it? Am I going to see it on this team and all of this? It's been so long, Greg. You said it earlier. It's been a long time since we've seen Cam Newton. I've never worried about him. I'm shook, dude. I'm shook. Well, you know what it feels like? And this is going to be a weird comparison, but it feels like you're in high school. Like say you're 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 a football player in high school and you're dating the the hottest most beautiful cheerleader the most popular girl and 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 it's great while you're in high school but then y'all are both getting ready to go to college and take that next step and you're about to go there but she's just stupid and she can't do it. <laughs> That's what I but she's gonna <laughs> work at the, step the car wash. She's gonna work at the car wash. Ah, hey, you didn't date the hottest cheerleader? Fucking weirdos. <laughs> All right. Man, this is Jeremy from Swansville, a.k.a. Mr. Frost. I woke up this morning, I said to myself, self, I'm going to have a good day. I'm not going to let last night's game bother That's me. That's how I felt. Stretch out, walk out in my living room, see my Cam Newton jersey laying there, and I just wanted to throw up. Mm. Yep. Oh, my God, <laughs> yep. what's going on? i got to ask myself, self, is this really the end of our season already? Is this what we are got to look forward to? Well, nope. I can pull out one good thing out of it. Some major changes are coming. They're very much needed. Uh, I guess it's time to rebuild. Keep pounding. Gosh, sad. That's sad. You know, it's it's bad when what I have my friend who's a Colts fan. Sorry, a Colts fan trying to cheer me up and tell me, come on, guys, the season's not over. When they just lost their quarterback, I have a Colts fan trying to cheer me up. Yeah, I know. So. Yeah, them's the breaks. Oh, I knew. Yeah, all right, so I've been thinking about this. I've been continuing to talk about how Cam Newton, we've heard this. We've heard shell of a man. I said that I really believe somebody's body snatched Cam Newton. I do think there may be merit to the diet thing at this point. Now, I don't know anything about diets and all of that. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to be scientific on this, but... I think I, I, I messaged you and Joey this, Cody, is that um, Cam went from being the man, like from being a top to a bottom. That's a gay reference, right? But a top from a bottom, right? He went from being an alpha to a cuck. And there's something not right about that. Like it's something spiritual in there. And I don't know if it's testosterone. I don't know if we got to send him to the low T clinic or if it's with Kia Proctor. 
But I need the alpha dog back. I need the dude who just says this is fuck it. My foot falling off, but I still am better than all y'all motherfuckers. And that that's where that's where this injury thing isn't really compelling to me. Is because the guy that I know could have played played with a broken leg, and I don't want him to play with a broken leg. That's not what I'm saying. But he would have been. But he would have been better than he is right now. Yeah. So tough, tough. Uh, go, don't be a cuck. Lesson in life. Uh, numbers two five two two two. Well, I guess if you're into that kind of thing, then you would retire and study architecture. But all right, next. <laughs> Here's the next call. I'm gonna get a beer too. Another another bad loss. Uh, tell you what, Cody, uh, I'll say this. I didn't want to believe you about Darrell Williams, but man, you're spot on. Like, wow, you, that was ugly. That was ugly. the whole game was ugly, pretty much. I actually thought Mike Shula got back into the offensive, <laughs> offensive coordinator's box. I'm, I'm telling you, what the crap? Were they doing? This was terrible. Absolutely terrible. And I try to back the coaches. But, I mean, after that, how can you? How can you? Anyways, Cam looks Hill. And I'm not ready to jump on the wagon of getting him out of here. Uh, He's never going to be Cam Newton again. And he may not. We don't know. He still recovered from surgeries. And I know that the excuses have ran a long time with Cam Newton. Because you either get a really high cam or a real low cam. There's not a whole lot of in-between when it comes to Cam Newton. And he either made what-the-crap kind of throws last night or, now that's what I'm talking about, that's a throw right there in the NFL. But for some reason... There's no median. There's no, I can be consistent right now. And I don't know what that is. I, you know, a lot of people want to say it's because he's not running. And maybe that's the case. At the same time, you're running when the game's on the line. Good God. Anyway, right now all I know is the play call that was called the last play of the game last time was telling Pepper, hey, I'm here, fire me. Because I don't know what I'm doing. You do not run that play at that part of the game. I don't care when you've got number one back there. Hey, you got a broke ankle? Jump. Yeah. Hike the ball and fall forward like Tom Brady. He said, if you got a broke ankle, jump. Anyway, That's like I, the I, last I, advice I, you give to anybody with hey, a broke ankle. You guys. You're always <laughs> on point. And, um,. That's just my take for this frustrating game, and I hope we can turn around. Cam Newton can somehow get consistent and start moving a little bit, and the offensive line, please block. Go ahead and put Little in, by the way, because you can't get no worse than what Darrell Williams showed last That's what, That actually is what we need to talk about next. All right, uh, big... Uh, big shout-out to D'Angelo Del Legend. You are a legend. Uh, donating to keep the podcast going and keep growing, bringing you guys. Uh, he asked, and he asked a question. He asked me three times. I want to at least tell him. Uh, he mentions uh, the Chiefs' offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy 
Uh, he started as a running back coach. Um, and, and that honestly, Eric Bieniemy is the name I wanted at the end of last season when I wasn't calling for Ryan Rivera's job. So I'm well aware of Eric. Uh, that would probably be my first choice of coaches in the NFL right now that I know of that are going to be available. Um, I mean, anyone coming from the Chiefs right now, I mean, they're not all Andy Reid, but uh, I, I do like that they come from a progressive passing system. But um, thanks for the $5, man. Yeah, oh, man, uh, thank you for the support. Uh, Greg, the question about this, Daryl Williams, because I know both Cody and I feel passionate about or our takes on it. We don't know what the right take is, and we certainly didn't know going in uh, to the season because we don't have the tape and the film and the whatever it is, that not the tape and the film, but the interaction like the coaches do. But what are your thoughts on Greg, I meant Greg, Daryl Williams, uh, at left tackle and the move there and how it's working out? Uh, I think it's not his natural position. I think he showed that last week, and he's really done a bad job. Y'all know that since well, – I think it, I saw something today. I think it was since, like, 2013, he, Cam Newton's had a different left tackle every year. Yeah. Which is absolutely insane to ask a quarterback to do. Uh, right. I think Greg Little's coming back this week, though. I just I just saw he was at a concussion. But yeah, coming back. but and everybody was talking junk about him in the preseason, this and that. But Cody, but you were vocal about it. I tried yeah. to hold back. I tried to hold back on this because I don't claim to be an X and O guy, right? I don't claim to be a guy that can see the exact. I, I'm a guy that what I call the eyeball test guy. And that is, like, I don't really know exactly what I can tell you is right or wrong, but I can tell you this is either right or wrong. Right. And that's how you I can, felt. You, with, you can recognize bad. You just right. can't tell or figure out why. Yeah. And so when it comes to that with Daryl Williams is that he was okay at right tackle. But, and I have said this over and over, on this podcast that those numbers that that pro bowl or whatever they said he should have made and the pff that i didn't see it as much as i'm not saying he was bad that year but i wouldn't have been like this mug is going to dominate for the next 10 years after that season and then on top of that those traits that were beneficial to him on the right that were also, and the weaknesses, I felt like they could have been, I always have reservations in moving a right tackle to a left. I thought we had drafted Moten to be a left. That's what I thought he played in college. Maybe I was wrong about that. I thought he looked more like a prototypical, I think that Darrell Williams kind of looks like a guard at times. That He's not enough to put tackle. Right. So, Here's the, what are your thoughts on uh, Daryl Williams? Because for me, I was hoping that they were going to, we said that, how many times did we say this? I hope it was going to be Greg Little, Daryl Williams, Matt Paradis, Trey Turner, Moten. That's what we thought. That's what I wanted. You know what? We need to, I mean, so it was obvious that Daryl Williams was just terrible on Thursday night. But we also need to. He was okay on the first week. We need to spread some criticism around, too. I saw Trey Turner get beat up a little bit. Yeah, I saw right. Matt, I saw Matt Paradis. Dude, there's plenty of bad to go around. Uh, I don't let 
Daryl Williams. But that line was not as bad. It, look, it was bad. No, it, right? was, it, it was, was it was bad, but it was enough to win. And I, even well, with Daryl Williams, I have seen worse lines for Cam Newton. I thought this is I really thought. Tell me this. When you walked out, we, we were on the show on Thursday. We didn't even close till three fucking in the morning, and I had to go to work. What Were we sitting here going that the real problem here was Cam Newton injury and the offensive line? I thought we just were going Cam Newton played terrible. It, and it has that changed? Far. Has that really, has your opinion changed since then? Yeah, because that that offensive line was not enough to do to do anything with. So we all right, we had a rusty uh, a rusty Los Angeles Rams, and then a mediocre Tampa Bay defensive line where Shaquille Barrett looked like Von Miller. I, I mean, the our offensive line. You know, I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater, but Daryl Williams is not agile enough to play left. I agree with right that. Tackle. I agree. Or right tackle. Even when, when he was playing right tackle, we would put Greg Olson or Manhurts over there all the time to help him block. It doesn't matter what side he's on. You do not put Daryl Williams on an island and ask him to shut down a defensive end. He's not reliable enough to do it. You I'm sad to, to say this. Inside and, and go with Greg Little or... I mean, come on. What are we doing here? We're going to kill Cam Newton. We're determined as a franchise to murder whatever's left. I'm sad to say this right now, but Justin Holbrook says this. Cam lying about his injury. He don't want to play. A lot of people feel that way. Do you, I, mean, I mean, you sort of feel that way, don't you? I, I do. I kind of do, and I I don't know if I'm I'm not I don't know if I'm ready to say he don't want to play. What I think Cam Newton has done is lost all confidence in himself. He's gone from a dude that never questioned his confidence to a guy that doesn't remember it. And I think, and this is where I want to give Ron Rivera the pass here, guys. I truly think he doesn't know what's going on. Yep. And if he did, we would have a more of a time of a plan. Well, well, you look at Ken D in the chat, and he's saying, "What happened to Cam? Why did he lose his passion?" Uh, we we can speculate on a lot of things, but the one thing we also forget too is these are people, and after they take those the the, the jerseys off and then the pads off, they go home and live a life. And I don't know about y'all, but sometimes when I when I have something that frustrates me at one part of my life, I bring it into the other. Uh, whether I want to or not, you know, I bring work home sometimes. Fantastic and, and, point. And ma- maybe or home to work, home or to home work. to work. Yes, home to exactly. work. I'm, I'm just speculating. I don't know that, but, but but that may be part of what's going on. Or maybe he's frustrated with the fact that he can't get protection, Look, the fact that he can't get the play calls that he wants. There's a ton of things that could be going on, but it's obvious that he is not happy because when he's happy, he has that smile, that million dollar smile that that everybody loves, uh, and he hasn't had that in a while. We we. Here's my my comment on that is that my wife and I have been together since I was 19 years old, right? My wife is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And we have had a remarkable relationship that has been strong 98% of the time. Right. But there has been a moment or two in that 
where things got turbulent and I was shook yeah. And like yeah. I could, uh, and I went to work. Like I physically went to work, right? But you weren't like, there. Like yeah, I mean it's like I was a wreck inside. And I think that's a fantastic point. This is can we just admit that these guys are not only football players, but they're also people, and there could be something. And I'm not saying that we should go and make that conclusion right away, but we should grant this. Is that like hey? If you're struggling with something in your own personal life, that affects your work life. Go ahead, Cody. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, and I even said uh, in the post-game show, you know, when it comes to Cam Newton, if you watch the newest video, the first half of the video is about, you know, him, uh, you know, talking to the hat dude. How do you defend that? I, I'm at listen. I never ever cared before. I never. Yes, cared I'm the same I way. Never, ever cared before. You had but the no, best comment I, on Thursday. You can't come out like a fucking moron after the loss. Have a I win. A, a, it was the best. I, it was the first time I got shook on the outfits. I'm, I'm watching this video, and I'm like, Cam, I don't give a damn about what you're wearing, about what fashion you're yeah. trying to influence. Dude, I don't give a damn, man. How do you understand that right now people don't give a shit about what, what's going on in, in the in, in the fashion lobe of Cam Newton's brain, man? It And that lends to people saying, is his head really into this? Does he want to do something else? And, I and think you're right. Do, I cannot disagree with that, Cody. I cannot and if he disagree. Does with want it. to do something else? By all means, man. And listen, Lynn is shouting at the top of her lungs for us to acknowledge that he's about to have another child. Apparently, at at, at any moment. Listen, if his head is not in football, and and you don't want to put your body through it, you want to do something else. By all means, but if you're not all in and focused on just football. Then th- this is a derailed train that we're on. So whoever his uh, business manager is needs to come to him and tell him he has not made it yet to the point where he can do that. And what I mean by that is you cannot, like Cam cannot quit football today and be an influencer anymore. Right. Like he's an influencer right now because he has been a phenomenal football player. If he can reach legendary status, then yes, he can retire and be a fashion model and do whatever the fuck he wants and we'll all follow him. But if he quits this year, guys, and goes and becomes a fashion blogger, who the hell in two years is going to care about Cam Newton? And I hate to say that's the meanest thing I've ever said about my man, but you have, with a little bit of that video from his perspective of like this and that and like it was very I want to I never gave a shit Cody the best way you put it great you put it great I never cared I never cared in fact I always was like this you should be able to dress like a woman you should be I look look at my look at my Cody how did I show up to your fucking house with the with the the scarf and the hat on man on the cam yeah so no i have never cared about it. you know what i care about now is this the only thing i care about now is is that that 
that is more intriguing to him than being great on the field or football. I mean, maybe not great. That's not the way I put it. Is that you have the worst fucking game of your career, professional career, collegiate career, junior college career, Pop Warner career, and you go and start the video with, oh, this was tough. Me putting on my scarf. It's so hard to put on my grandma's scarf. And then all of a sudden we're fucking like, I look at magazines and I'm trying to like, it was like, damn, Cam, like save this video for another fucking day. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tone deaf. And, and listen, Mm. uh, I I want full Cam Newton or no Cam Newton at all. I'm not into discount Cam Newton looking to just do just enough. I want baller. Yeah, I want Alpha Cam. I want Alpha Cam. I want Cam face. You know what? And yeah, it's it's time. Defenses. If all of our fears are true, it's it's time to start looking for a new quarterback. All right. Oh God, don't say that. Oh yeah, you're right. Kendi in the chat. Hey, Kendi in the chat says if if Kia's pregnant again, we know where Cam's head's been. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Actually, no. I I I fully believe this is not his baby, and he watched. I really, I really believe no, it, man. Don't say that. That, that. That's cut, right? Is that messed up, Cody? I think, I think that's his point. Too far. Yeah. Too far. I, I think that's his point. Yeah, that's far. my point. That's my point. Oh, is that what he said? Did, did he say it or I said it? I thought I said it, but all right. Next one. All right, say it again. Now that I have vented. Frustration. I will just talk for a minute. <laughs> it's all right. So, this is your I, space. I give a round of it's a s- safe space. It's a Greg Olson because that son of a gun, and he showed up to play last night. And, and I'm thankful. He shouldn't have to do that much. But the man still has that want to about him. You know what I'm saying? Who's so he I, talking I, about? Cam? There's not a whole lot of positives to go. Except for... We started this way before, and we turned it around. And I don't know if we're going to do it or not. I will say that. But... You know what we're missing on this thing? And I know, I know before I say this, Cam is not throwing the ball good. I, I get it. I really do. But let's right. say Cam Newton is throwing the ball good. And let's say he is, even though he's not, he's sitting about 70% completion. He looks more like he did in the first half against the Rams where he's just putting it on him and tried and stuff. You know, Cam, Cam's not comfortable right now. I don't think he trusts O line. He hasn't played with those guys enough. And it looks like to me when he's, he's snapping the ball and he knows that He's not able to run yet because his foot still bothers him. He's planning and stepping with some throws, and he's not with others. And when he does not step with his throws and step towards the target like he's supposed to, the ball fails. It is that simple. When he steps towards the receiver when he's throwing, he makes a good throw. It is so easy. And I don't know why I'm talking like this. But anyway. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> this is awesome. This is missing? the best comment. I like DJ Moore. DJ Moore is playing really good. 
It's like, I don't even know why I'm making this call. I'm working through my feelings, motherfucker. I like Curtis Samuel, but guess where I like Curtis Samuel? Why? I Tell me. love Curtis Samuel in the slot. Mm. You know what we're missing? Like I said. But I hate him in the you know what. Because even if he can't make the throws, at least this will be happening. Neither one of the receivers on our roster has that dog in that. You're I don't know. Maybe DJ team. does. DJ got it. He's just still a baby. Necessarily while we're losing. He's just a baby still. That they don't have that attitude in them of you're lining up across from me, but you can't handle me. And I'm All right. So that's a, that's an interesting point. Is the, the it might be a worthy? It's a very actually. I think it's a very legitimate point because. If we look at DJ Moore, we the the real comparison to him is Steve Smith, right? It's like, uh, but I, I think it's only because Steve Smith made that comparison. Yeah, I'm on. Do you think so? Do you think so? Yeah. Do you think that? Yeah, I really do. Is it's that? Uh, I think their know. games are similar. I just think this is. I think DJ Moore's body type was like Steve Smith's when he was five years into the league. Yeah, not year that's one. Only, that's. Yeah. So I think he's like year four Steve Smith, not year one Steve Smith. But the major difference between the two is this: is uh-huh. like Steve Smith like grew up in like Compton or something. Uh, maybe he didn't. Maybe he grew up in like a damn. He did grow up in California. I I, I, I just re- I, I just know this: is Steve Smith was a dog. Yeah. You want to talk about what we were yeah. talking about with the alpha, the beta, the cuck, and all that stuff. Steve Smith ain't ever, ever watched nobody touch his girl's titty. Never. <laughs> no. As Ask Ken no Lucas. From Los Angeles, by the way. Ask yeah, Ken Lucas. Los Angeles. So, but that's a good question. What do you think about that? DJ Moore, does he got the dog? Curtis Samuel, great question. Curtis Samuel, is he too smooth and not doggish enough? No, I'll be I'll be short and sweet with this. Uh, Curtis Samuel could have had over 150 yards uh, if if some of those passes were better. And I, I feel bad for Curtis because you know he comes back, uh, he's drafted, gets hurt, comes back, has a heart condition. Then they have to work him into the lineup, and they're playing him on limited snaps. When he does have the ball, it does look incredible. But now, in his third year, now he has all these issues at quarterback. I mean, I, I would say it, if any of our receivers had that dog in them, they haven't even had the opportunity to show you that they have it. That, that's my opinion. I'm a, I'm a believer in Curtis Samuel. I believe he's a legitimate deep threat that you have to have in the NFL. Um, DJ Moore has a ton of talent, but we haven't put them in a position to be able to show the full extent of their talent. All right. Next call. Hey, Special K coming at you guys. This is what I got. Number one, Cam just not delivering the ball. We all know it. Guys were open a lot. He just wasn't delivering. Either he's totally broken physically or mentally or he's going to bounce we're back. Both. You know, he's going to bounce back. He's going to be oh, good. God. I think it's going to be better this week. That's what I'm thinking. Number two, the play That's call. what I thought, too. What they did, they set up a spotter on CMC, just like they used to do on Cam, right? They set up a spotter and said, watch this guy. 
this is where the offense is running. It's running through him. Stay with him. Always somebody floats with him. They did that. Cody is just like you say. The coaches don't adjust, right? They don't adjust. They never instead of do. doing a little slide of hand, hey, watch McCaffrey over here. Boom, here comes Orman bowling down the middle. They don't do that. Or here comes Scarlett sneaking off to the right. They don't do that. They don't adjust when those changes happen. This is the call of the night. This is the call of the night. Right? They watched it, and uh, and they saw that McCaffrey always runs on the in between the tackles and stuff on the right-hand side. And they just shut down that right-hand side, and that made it happen. Yeah. And Ron's just standing there like a statue. He's just standing there. He's not adapting. He's not doing anything. Cam's throwing twice as accurate on the left side than he is on the right, but you still have him throwing to the right. Adapt. You know, adapt. Don't throw. Cement shoes off. He's not moving. He's got to get the cement shoes off of him. Number four, you didn't do it last time, guys. Ice up. Dante Jackson. He's got to ice up for the next game. He's got to ice up. He's got to bring it. The defense, the defense, I I love them, but they're still allowing those big plays right down the middle. Those big plays, those big running plays, they still allow it, just like they did last year. So the opposing offense knows they could do it. It says, what I want you to do, Professor, I want you to put on that colorful man scarf on your hand, and I want you to keep pounding, brother. Keep the faith. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Best call of the night. That's the best call of the night right there. I mean, and by the way, that call, we're in the calls right now. We're about to hit, and I'm going to play them all. And that is, we have played all of these. uh, The calls right now are, guys, we're in the calls that are between Thursday and today. So, thoughts on that? I mean, yeah, it, you can tell kind of uh, the, the the calls that have received today's news and the calls that haven't. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you can you can tell. And, and listen, I'm just happy. That was a great that. call. Look, people are Fantastic people are happy. Call. Yeah, people are happy with that call. Let's see what we got next. Is this the hey, same uh, call? This is Tyler mm. from Spruce Pine. Uh, I'm the caller that called about. I would say a month ago, maybe a little longer, got ridiculed for criticizing Cam Newton. Well, not today. <laughs> He's like, I'm calling Newton, him. His confidence is gone. I mean, and agreed. Sport, agreed. In general, it doesn't matter what sport that you play. If you don't have confidence, you're you're good for nothing. It's also um, in the sport of sex. Same thing, thing. Is I think it's time. I think David Tepper thinks it's time to start rebuilding. I'm not saying that we're... How? Well, you don't have any idea about Um, that. A little... You know, I'm not that optimistic, honestly. But uh, rebuild is just such a strong word. Um, But I think when you're a new owner coming into a new franchise, David Tepper has said that he wants to follow Pittsburgh's model with where they keep a coach forever, pretty much, to... Uh, keep familiar faces around, I guess. Um, anyway, I, I get that. I understand that. But you also want to do that with your guy. And Rivera and Marty Herney are not his guys. So I'm not saying that Pepper is looking for a place to, I guess, fire them, uh, saying, well, another losing season, you're gone. Um, but this was an embarrassing performance. And if performances like this keep happening, I think Rivera's gone, 
I think Herney's gone, and I think Cam's gone because Cam's contract's coming up. And That's a good Cam call. This is a good call. Next year, if he keeps playing like this all season, they may say goodbye Susan's to in the house. this all season. And we may have to deal with two years of a sucky team to get a top five draft pick to get a quarterback in the draft. I'm not saying that's what David Tepper's plans are, but I'm saying that it's a possibility. Um, but it's frustrating, man. Uh, I expected this year to be a, a decent year. I would have never expected Cam Newton to play like he did last time. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, it sucks, but we're used to going through trying times as Panther fans, so we're just going to have to Endure some more. Um, but anyways, thanks, guys. Keep pounding. Look, my man said he got ridiculed on the podcast by this. It's a good call right there. That's a good call. It's a legitimate call right there. At the end of the day, how does Tepper deal with this? Really important. And uh, it's going to be hard to tell. I've been hey, guys, saying. Tyler again. Uh, I just had some more to add. Um, Come on, Tyler. I'm going to bounce you out of this one. I want to talk about is uh, a coaching change. And I really think that that is a huge possibility in the future. I think it will be after the season ends. But let's face it, North Turner, I'm not saying that he was bad because a lot of those plays could have been executed. They worked. That's where I'm not. I'm not bad on. I'm not down on. Um, I think that North Turner's system worked in the 90s and early 2000s, maybe. All right. Um, I'm going to shut this call down there, not because it's a bad call, but because it's 1140 and we got to keep going. But the question is there, Cody. I'll give that to you. You have been very critical of North Turner. Yeah. I am on the opposite realm. And the reason I am that is that how can you truly judge anybody when you can't do basic things. And 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 here is that that is where I've been weirded out by the Cam Newton injury is this. If Cam Newton is truly injured, is it foot? Is it arm? Is it foot arm? Is it hand foot mouth? Like every kid gets, you know? <laughs> that was a joke. But the point being is this is like you should ultimately be able as an offensive quarter to somewhat Say, all right, my guy's limited. We're not going to be running RPOs a lot. We're going to try to do it a different way. My guy can't throw down the field. We're not going to. Cam can't just. In the last game, he couldn't do regular shit. It would be like this. It would be like if you said this is the offensive coordinator was bunk as a motherfucker and he told the guy to hand the ball off and he ate a sandwich. But listen, we're, we're, we're having two different conversations because we're not disagreeing that Cam Newton was trash on Thursday night. But we're not judging North Turner based on one performance. We're basing it on two? the man, the man North Turner. We're, we're basing it on... Uh, two North performances. Turner, Cam's you, performance. Two. You're, you're judging it on two. You can't no, go... I'm not. I'm judging it on North Turner with the Chargers, North Turner with the Cowboys... North Turner that was... He won, like, two Super Bowls with the Cowboys. Okay, and what has he done since then, though? Then he went to Minnesota, and at Minnesota, he ended up quitting the job 
Because he had Sam Bradford. Wouldn't you quit if you had Sam Bradford? I would quit too. No, they had Bridgewater. When before yeah. Bridgewater got hurt. My this my point is this. Norv Turner is not some offensive mastermind. Norv Turner isn't out thinking Wade Phillips on defense. Norv Turner has never been that. And it seems that now that he's under Ron Rivera, who at one point in time Ron Rivera was under him, I believe in San Diego, you know, now you have a system where Ron Rivera never makes adjustments. And now Norv Turner is, you know, content mm. with having a game plan and adhering to that game plan forever and never changing it. I'm not a believer in North Turner. He's never given us a reason to believe in him mm. based on his other times with other teams and and now. I'm not a believer in North Turner. Mm. Next call. Hey, guys. Josh from Mass. I've uh, had a couple days and a long drive home to uh, – really sort my thoughts on Thursday night's performance. And um, while right. I think a lot of us are ready to shoot Cam in the head, and rightfully so, um, you have to excuse the noise. I'm walking my dog. Um, I think Thursday night was a culmination of a few problems, right? Listen, hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah. So it was a short week after putting up what was a pretty goddamn good fight against the Rams. Um, but I also feel like there's very conservative play calling. Come on, bud. Uh, going on. And I don't think Cam's foot is healed fully after what happened. Um and I think the heat had a part, a part in it as well. You know, it was a hot, humid night. Um, not making excuses. It's just a matter of what happened. Um, you know, and then the O-line letting not only Cam, but the entire offense down, that doesn't help either. Um, so I think it was just really a combination of factors uh, all kind of compiling with the fact that it's a short week and historically we don't perform on short weeks. We don't perform on Thursday night. And I'm not just talking about last year on, on Thursday against the fucking Steelers. I, I'm talking historically we, we just don't, we just don't do well, uh, for a laundry list of reasons. Um, you know, so after a couple of days and a long car ride to think about it, um, I, I, yes, Cam's to blame for some of this, some of this, but I think the play calling, the heat, and the fact that he's not fully healed are major, major factors in why the performance is what it was. And I'm about ten seconds out from. My time limit cut out, so I'll be calling you back in oh, a minute. Well, you're gonna skip. I'll we're gonna skip you. All right, because we're regressing back into Thursday. Josh from Mass, you're the man. But it's like twelve o'clock. We're gonna skip a couple calls. 
Hey, what's up, fellas? This is AJ again. I know I called a few days ago. Already had two calls. So now this is the third. But anyway, man, I've been laughing so hard from this morning just listening to the post game show. Like, y'all had me going. But, uh, anyway, I just want to call because I said this to someone a few days ago and, uh, I haven't really got it out there too much, but with Cam Newton, um, you know, <laughs> he's having some big time issues right now. And, uh, well, he's getting burnt for the way he's dressing. Cody, you were right. You don't go to the podium like that after a, a just poor performance. But anyway, I'm going to yeah. get off that. Uh, you know, one thing we got to consider with Cam right now, I know he's not running, and I really don't know why. I don't know if he's, maybe it still is hurting him. I don't know. But anyway, you know, with him changing his throwing mechanics, you know, we got, and I hate to say this, I hate to be this person, but you've got to give this man time to hone in on his mechanics of his new throwing delivery. I mean, it's nothing, it's similar to, you know, a golfer changing their golf swing. I mean, it takes like a year before they get that right. Or a NBA player, college player changing their jumper. It takes time. And Cam really hasn't thrown that much. I mean, he's worked on it, but he hasn't really worked on it. I know he's never been the most accurate passer, but at the same time, even when Cam was at his best here, we always had garbage receivers that would drop the ball anyway. Nobody ever talked about that hardly, but I mean, with that being said, that's all I'm saying is that, you know, maybe he just, it's all in his head because he's changed and he's trying to stay in that movement that he's doing and it's just not working. And until it clicks, I think this is just what we won't see. And that's all I got. All right, let's see what happens this week against Arizona. Maybe we can jump up on him. I don't know. We better get to Kyle Murray because he's just pulling crap out of his tail lately. Anyways, all right, man. Later. All right. Last call tonight. Hello. CP3 Pod. What's Call up, time. What's up, brother? What's up, Professor? What's up, Cody? And oh. our guest, uh, and anyone else member of the CP3 fan. This is Carl calling. Um, I called I last Carl. week, Tony. Carl's my I, soul, was, um, brother. I missed the show, but when I was watching the replay, I'm not sure if uh, my call went through. But anyway, I'm calling in the, tonight. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start doing a segment that I'm going to start calling Cardi's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Let's start with All the right. good. My good is, well, the only really good in that Tampa Bay game to me was Burns. I know I top pick, yeah. I mean, you know, I, defense to me didn't do that good, but Burns was a bright spot on there. So, I mean, once again, Burns showing, getting another sack. Um, that's the good. Now, let's go to the bad. The bad is going to be the defense. Um, I hear a lot of people saying, oh, the defense did good. Um, I wouldn't say the defense did that good. The reason I'm, the defense get a bad 
one, the pass rush was not really that consistent. And the run, once again, defense getting gashed by runs. It just seems like every team running back we played this last year just seems to, seems to be a hundred yard rusher on us. I don't know, I don't know why. But anyway, and also the bad for the defense, Jameis Winston with a hundred percent passer rating. Are you kidding me? And the defense get a pass? Oh, no, 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 no. Your boy, Jonte, got burned. All right. That's it. Here, we're going to end the calls for tonight on that. I mean, because he's probably coming back. Actually, I think that's it. That's it. There's been 25 calls. We may have went through 22 of them, guys. What a tremendous show so far. We're talking, and I know you guys are like, tremendous being long as shit. But we've gone three hours, and you know what? People have been engaged the whole time. They've been in the chat room. They've been calling to Cat Calls Line. They've been smashing that thumbs up button. And I am so thankful that people will hang out with us through thick or thin and and, and deal with this. Because guess what we're going to do? We're going to keep pounding. That's very simple as this. Is the Panthers can win zero games for the rest of the season. And guess where we're going to be at on Tuesday nights? Hanging out here. Figuring it out. Do we like what's going on? Hell no. Do we want Cam Newton to be done? Nope, 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 nope. We want Cam Newton hoisting that Lombardi more than anybody, don't we, Cody? Absolutely, man. That that That's why we'll run long, almost three hours, talking about it over and over and telling how much we love Cam Newton. But, you know, just trying to... Listen, we're navigating these murky waters just like all of you are, man. Uh, we're, we want the, the best for our team, the best for our quarterback. And uh, we're going to be here every Tuesday night and after the game to do exactly what we're doing right now. All right, quick picks. Greg, who the heck uh, we pay? We, I mean, obviously, we play the Cardinals this week. Who do you got? Because we last week, and I want the reason I asked this, and I'm putting you on the spot, is we did all our picks last week. Cody was ahead of us. Cody was three and zero after last week. Tony was two and one. Greg one and two. Things have changed since then. I haven't calculated it yet, but who do you got? Panthers, uh, uh, Panthers versus Cardinals. Uh, you Co- have no volume, Greg. I don't know what uh, Cody. You got uh, Cody. Who do you got? Yeah. So, um, listen. I'm just. I'm gonna keep it 100. If we're starting with Kyle Allen, I just. I. I, I don't know. I, I. I don't. How can I pick this offense to do what's necessary to win when I just. I haven't. I haven't seen enough from uh, Kyle Allen. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm going to go 21-17 Arizona. God, how do you do that on this podcast? I do not know. It's not what I want, but it's what I think. Right, right, right. I mean, this is tough. It's tough. Hobble cam versus, you know, I and one of the things that I think about in this game, I'm, I'm actually with you, Cody. I think you might be right for this reason. Is that I want to pick? I secretly wanted to pick the Falcons against the Eagles. 
right? Because well, some, well, because I fucking hate the Falcons, <laughs> and the Eagles are, and the Eagles I thought were better, and then people were hate. You know what I'm saying? So I do let my emotion dictate my picks. I do, I do. Like I have these kind of, but I also think they're kind of hunches. And I think that, and and my hunches here is this: is that like. The Panthers win this game, and then maybe, maybe something good comes out of it down the road. But the Panthers lose this game, and it's fucking a wash, brother. Yep. Can y'all hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yep. So I don't want to do this. I don't know. Is that Kyle Allen in this defense? I'm gonna say they pull it out. I'm gonna pick the Panthers because I'm not giving up yet. But I understand. I fully, one hundred percent understand your position, Cody. Greg, who you got? Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm one five this season so far in our little pool, so I'm not doing very well. But uh, I think I'm going to take the Panthers in this one too, just because I'm a homer. And uh, yeah, I think our defense I, wins I, this. I the, what we continue to say is this: is that hey, actually, Kyle Allen could have won against the Bucks, not because he's better than Cam, but a couple of complete passes actually help us. So much. Quarter, quarterback sneak. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 All right. Uh, who are the Falcons playing? Does anybody know? Uh, I'm looking at that right now. Thank um, you, because I didn't they are, they are playing the Colts. I got uh, the Falcons. Playing, I think the Falcons are about to turn around stuff, sadly. Is that people keep telling me that they don't see a lot on their team. I'm picking the Falcons. I think they do have a lot of talent on their team. They just haven't not had chemistry yet. I think they start to last week was their effort, like we have seen with the Panthers, where we have said so many times you have to learn how to win. And I think the Falcons learned last week. I'm picking the Falcons. Obvious, and it's easy because it's Colts. Greg, who are you pulling for, man? Or who you uh, who you have? I'm actually going to take the Colts in this one. Uh, I, th- I think uh, uh, Brid or not Bridgewater. Uh, what uh, brisket? Uh, yeah, brisket. brisket. I love brisket. Brisket. They call it brisket on the on the ATL podcast. So I love uh, it. That's fine. Oh, let's go with it. Yeah. Um, I I think he's uh, an underrated, uh, I guess starter now. He's not a backup anymore. Yeah. And they have yeah, a couple true. weapons with Marlon Mack and T. Y. Hilton. I think, and they have a pretty decent defense. So I'm and they kind of put up some fight, didn't they, in the last couple yeah, of weeks? They're, they're a decent team, man. They got a they got a decent shot of winning that division. I hate them. So. All right, all right, all right. Well, I also hate the Falcons, so I hope you're right. I got the Falcons, Cody. You got? Yeah, I have the I have the Falcons. Uh, no, my bad. I have the Colts twenty eight twenty seven. I'm making a game. Fal- of- Falcons. Falcons are going to be winning the whole game. And the Colts are going to come back at the last minute at home. No. Just like All last right. week, yeah. Who's got? Who's Tampa Bay got? Tampa Bay's uh, got the Giants. Oh god, Daniel Jones first starter start. Where's it at? Is it in Tampa or is it uh, in New York? In New York, I believe. I'm taking the Giants. No, no, no. That, actually, there's no way it's in New York. That can't be three open, three away games for Tampa Bay. Really? It's got to be in. It's got to be I got Tampa Bay. Check it. Somebody check. I'll check it. You guys, who you got? I got the Giants so far. If it's at home. Um. Yeah. I'm. Uh, Giants at Bucks. Giants. At oh, home. it's yeah. in, which actually their home field advantage is zero. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I I might uh I might take Tampa. 
I think I, I think you're with. I'm with you. I think Tampa I catches some momentum with us. I'm with you. I'm with you. 27, 27, 24, Tampa Bay. Mm, mm. Giants have Ken D says Giants at Bucks three three tie. That's awesome. That's fucking awesome right there. Uh, Greg, who you got? Uh, You know what? Just because I'm so far behind y'all, I got to go Giants just because, uh, you know, I got to catch up. You cannot do that. It's so early. Oh, that's panic. 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 I'm with Cody. They've got some weapons. They can win this game. Uh, Maybe. I'm with Cody. I think they catch win there. All right. Uh, then we have uh, Saints at Seahawks. Yeah. There's another game. Ugh. I'm going Seahawks. The Seahawks are always good. Those assholes, no matter how putrid their offensive line is, no matter how terrible all their free agent, whatever it is, they are still in games every week. Every week they're in it. Every week, I'm going Seattle Seahawks. I think I, I think I picked against them. Did they beat the Bengals last week? They did. And I was like, oh, but I was like, oh, the Bengals at um, I picked the Bengals. I'm done picking against the Seahawks. I picked the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm gonna go Seattle. I'm gonna say 27-17. Mm. Okay. Uh, we'll do we'll do a clean sweep. I'll say Seattle too, and you know it, it hurts me to say that because my thing with Seattle is and and every you know at me at the bat at eighty two about this. I know people are going to be pissed. Russell Wilson is what Cam Newton was supposed to be. I'm sorry, but but he is he, he's not. Nah, he, no, is that he's less than Cam Newton was supposed to be. I've been a Russell Wilson defender. I think he's one of the elite quarterbacks okay. in the NFL. I'm not a Russell Wilson hater. Yeah, he, he's mm-hmm. a top five quarterback every year, no matter what he has. He's a baller, hands. Yeah, down. he really is. Um, well, so. then you actually are a Christian, Cody. I'm a, I'm a Christian. Yeah, <laughs> turns out you believe in Jesus because Russell Wilson has been assisted by Jesus the entire time. <laughs> he loves Jesus. He throws up prayers, and they were answered. So Cody became a Christian on this show. I'm telling Baptized you. in the water, baby. Told you. <laughs> That's a that is actually a funny ending. We gotta do this. We gotta get to our ice up picks. Yeah. Alright. My ice up pick, I'm gonna go first. Do My ice up pick goes to this guy. His name is uh you can find him on Twitter at Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At yeah, I'm going to at Tobin, T O B B I N, Israel. Like, at Tobin Israel. So I guess his name is Tobin Israel, or he's Jewish. Either way, this is not anti Semitic, folks. His other name is Picture Me Trolling. And don't worry, I didn't have to picture you trolling, asshole. I saw you trolling. I put up a tweet that said this, is that it may be time for the Panthers to call Cap. And then somebody said, hey, honestly, there's zero downside in it. I mean, Jesus, what the hell is going to happen? And this is what my man said. He said, yeah, brilliant. Let's call a guy that used, and by the way, he said a capital, a guy that, and he should have said who used to be. 
So there's my second ISO pig. Let's call it a guy that used to be that used to suck and hasn't played in two years and bring him into an offense that takes two years to learn. Casual fans casual fans are clowns. Number one is this. It don't take no fucking two years for an NFL quarterback to learn North Turner's offense. It's all crossing routes and fucking stretch one way. <laughs> Shut up. Number two. Calling me a casual fan really fucking irritated me on the day that Cam Newton fucking basically announced that he was mentally broken. This fuck with me today, guys. I was so angry. I was like, motherfucker, casual fan? Have you not seen my profile pic where I'm fucking dressed as Auntie Cam? Is that casual mug? Have you not seen that I have been, I paid $250 a ticket and brought my wife and all this and we were on the Jumbotron on Fox and all this in 2012 when we played Peyton Manning and we got carved the fuck up? Have you not seen that I got, my wife bought me a Cam Newton jersey before my man ever played a snap? Like it was the best fucking gift I ever had. So to you, asshole... If that is a if I'm a casual fan, then your fat ass is sitting on your couch eating Cheetos in your underwear, fucking watching bullshit XFL, AFL. Screw you. I'm not a casual fan. If this is a casual fan, it's been three hours, bitch ass. We've been talking about the Carolina Panthers for three hours. You didn't even say anything about your show either with yes, being a casual fan. Exactly. Jesus Christ. If this is casual, I don't know what is serious. So to you, sir, and your oh, and here's the real ISO pick. I forgot to bring the truth, guys. In his profile, it says I am an anti social justice warrior. What the fuck does that mean, man? You hate social justice? Is that what that means? I'm anti-social justice? That's like saying I hate truth. I hate love. I hate... you. Do you hate when things go right? Do you hate when you see wrongs go righted? You're like this. Like, stop I lo- letting people not help. Yeah, you know? it's like this. Stop I love how that guy help. got fucked. I love how he got fucked up. Yeah, love it. Love it. So to you, asshole... Eyes up. Eyes up. Greg, you want to jump in? Uh, I can take the next one. I just drank a 9% beer before that, so I'm (laughs) feeling it. Uh, Well, let me drink it. Let me crack this one open because for me, I've been thinking about this all week. Or not all week, for a couple days. Well, I guess all week because week started Sunday. Uh, I am icing up. uh, I don't know if y'all watched the Eagles Falcons game on Sunday. Uh, great game. Fun to watch just because Sunday Night Football is the only thing you're going to watch. I'm icing up Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth who commentated that game because I'm watching this game and throughout this whole game I've got to sit through them talking about how great Carson Wentz is doing, what a great player he is. Same with Matt Ryan. Oh my gosh. And one point where Al Michaels where Carson Wentz throws his first touchdown his first touchdown in the uh, end of the third quarter beginning of the fourth quarter I can't remember. But at that point, he's like 7 for 19 for less than 100 yards and throws his first touchdown. And Al Michael says, I can't wait to watch the, the replay of this game later when they're doing the slow motion with the music, talking about how great yeah, these players are. 
what the hell is he talking about? If Cam Newton does that, they're trashing him the whole time. Yeah. And then Chris Collinsworth, when, when, when Matt Ryan throws the, the interception in the end zone, and Chris Collinsworth says, oh, something must have happened. There's no way Matt Ryan would ever do something like that. He wouldn't make a throw like that into triple coverage and throw an interception in the end zone. Yeah, he would. He, he does, does it every week, asshole. Every like, week. Like, why, do, why do these players get the, 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 the privilege to not be criticized for that kind of stuff? But Cam Newton doesn't. Like, you look at their stats. Matt Ryan was 27 of 43, which is not much better than 50%. And, and Carson Wentz was 25 of 43, which is not much better than 50%. Bring this both truth, for Greg. Less yards than Cam Newton did. And both of them threw more than two interceptions. But nothing is said about that. So to out, out Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, ice the hell up, man, because that is garbage. And I like those dudes. I'm not going to lie, actually. I like those And one of the yeah. few people that likes Chris Collinsworth. Collinsworth. Yeah, I do too. I like him too. I'm one of the few. People hate him. But all right, uh, Cody, who you got? Yeah, so I'm going to jump in here and just cast a very uh, wide net. Um, to every general manager in, uh, in the NFL right now that doesn't seem to understand the concept of putting talented players around your rookie quarterback. I'm looking at Deshaun Watson running for his life. We just had Ed on tonight talking about Kyler Murray not being defended by a trash offensive line. And now Panther fans are at a moment that we have feared forever where we are questioning the future of Cam Newton as a football player. And that was a doomsday scenario before the start of this season. And now it's staring us right in the face. If you're a general manager or an owner that does not understand how to protect the talented football players that people will buy tickets to watch and and, and come and, and support and watch on television, if you're not doing your due diligence for your quarterback, you're making the NFL a worse place. To everyone that has underserviced Cam Newton in his time being here, I wish you a cold ice up song. That's awesome. I heard Roman Harper say this when someone brought up the stat about like Cam's play with seven different left tackles over the last seven years. Roman Harper was on the team two years ago, right? I mean, it wasn't that long ago. Three. And he. Oh, is it okay? So was Chris Clark was Chris Chris Clark last year? He must have been. He said this. They said, and Chris Clark and Roman Harper said, "Who's that?" <laughs> like, damn. Yeah. All right. Yep. Same. Same, brother. That's what we were saying. That's what we were saying. All right. You're listening to the C3 Panthers podcast. It's three hours plus of the best Panthers talk that you would get or not get had you not listened you can listen to the team website and they put out a podcast intermittently but these jokers these three jokers right here are bringing it to you on Tuesdays live and we keep going we keep going until you will not listen anymore we keep going until you listen more that's my thing we keep going until you listen more my name is Tony Dunn Go ahead and smash the thumbs up button. Call into the cat calls line. The number is 252-228-5098. Think about buying a shirt. Look, we got these keep pounding shirts on. They're pretty dope. Let me ask you this, Greg. Are they cheap? 
Not not uh, wait no, wait wait the mine. price not the price I didn't mean that does it feel cheap on your body no, yeah I know what you meant no no definitely I have uh I have two of the um I have two of one shirt then I have the one of the I stand with cam shirts I have one of the seats uh, the C three repeats and now this new one so I have five all together I love these shirts they are so comfortable uh, and I get tons of people ask me about it whenever I wear them out because they're you know one of a kind shirts. So uh, I definitely recommend it. it's well worth the money. Great T-shirts. Actually, just join the Fantasy Club League, and then you won't have to worry about buying one. It's part of the part of the interview. So, all right, uh, Cody, where can they find you? At C O D Y L A C on Twitter. Um, listen, whenever there's football, Panthers football, just about any kind of football, I'm probably live tweeting it and talking a bunch of shit. So, are you going to keep coming on the show if it's this long? You know what, man? I mean, I, so many people know who I am now and, and hit me up, and I've met so many cool people. You know what? Fuck it, man. Let's go another hour, dude. I'm down. Damn right. You said it. All right, Greg, <laughs> tell them where they can find you, and I'm ready to come on your show, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Dude, that almost like, didn't sound right. I'm just that, it almost didn't. <laughs> I'm going to come on Cody first. <laughs> I'm going to come on Cody first, and then I'm going to go on your show. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're right. That was a little on me. It was a little. It was a little. You need to do the C O M, not the C U M, brother. The drunkenness. You can find me at the Bad Daddy Fifty Two on Twitter. I also run another podcast. It is the Super Civil Servants Podcast. It's at, at SCS Podcast One on Twitter. The professor is going to be with me this weekend, and it is going to be a super, super civil servants podcast because I'm going to have a mailman, a garbage man, a professor, and a principal on the show, and we're going to be talking about a 1990s Ninja Turtles movie. So, what's better than that, that brother? Kind of stuff, check us out. <laughs> check us out. We're going to have a great time. It might be kind of a two and a half hour show for us too, but it's a fun time. Hit us up. I am taking notes. I'm ready to go on the show. I'm ready. (laughs) All right. right, You're listening to C3 Panthers podcast. Thank you for your time. We'll see you next Tuesday night. Remember, thumbs up, share, subscribe, grow Panther Nation. And I won't say it's going to be all right, but we'll be here with you throughout it all. Keep pounding. Keep pounding, folks. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, 
Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.